This is Sarah Miller from Ink Master Season 2, and I have issues. Welcome to Adrian Has Issues. I'm Adrian. Nash. I love like every time I still say that as if like as at some point someone else other than me is gonna like pop and be like, oh hey, by the way, this is Adrian Has Issues. I'm Bob. <laughs> hey, you never know, man. Stay on your feet. You yeah, I don't know. know. Like at some point, like a ninja is gonna like do like a nerve pinch on me and like take over the show. This is Steve. <laughs> we have taken Ooh, over the airwaves. Yeah. <laughs> but the other voice you hear is a actor writer comedian and overall just badass person um we were supposed to record ages ago but i guess thankfully our schedules finally matched up uh she actually just released a really awesome youtube channel which we will get into soon and ladies and gentlemen welcome maggie may fish maggie how's it going this is aaron okay hey, <laughs> oh, ah, who's that hi hello yes this is this is her this is maggie hi awesome yeah and you're out of I don't even remember how it was we actually met, because I know, I did, yeah. At some I mean, point, I think I you might have just you. followed me. I'm not yes. sure through how, and mm-hmm. not for nothing, because I know there was like one of those days where I was getting like a lot of random follows, and I'm like, you know what? Let right. me see if this person is, you know, an actual person. Because yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I'm sorry, <laughs> I feel bad because I know there's some people who are like Twitter comedians, but they don't really interact. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm like, oh my crap, she's actually really funny because I was, remember I was watching. Um, <laughs> some of the videos that you had on your um, website and I was like wow she's mm-hmm. actually really cool I had to have her on the show so <laughs> yeah no thank you so much yeah uh I do yeah if, if anyone you know follows me I I like I like talking to uh to people because you know I've been so interesting and and yeah I'm definitely not a not standoffish. I'm always on my phone. I'm very rude. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm very, I'm a very rude person. <laughs> no, ask my coworkers. I'm constantly on my phone too. It's the absolute worst. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, are you getting any work done today?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. I got like eight retweets on this uh, picture." You yeah, didn't see this? exactly. I had this really smart tweet about Voldemort. So I don't know, check it out. <laughs> that's, that's what I did with my time today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he who sh- you should not be retweeted. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that is good. You should hop on that one now. <laughs> oh, great. I had to use it at some point. So <laughs> now you're out. Well, right now you're currently out of L.A., correct? Yes. Yep. But you, I remember you started actually in Chicago. I did. Yes. Yeah. So I, I grew up in Michigan in a super, super small town. Uh, I lived on a farm, basically. Uh, and then I went to uh, Northwestern in Chicago, Evanston. Uh, for college. And yeah, when I was there, I started doing uh, comedy and sketch and improv at IO and uh, Second City. And then after I graduated, I moved out to LA, as some people are wont to do when they spend time in the snow for four years. <laughs> Chicago. So. I was going to say, Chicago has no shortage of snow, I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. 
No, it is uh, fucking awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we're much happier now. Uh, no seasonal affective disorder. And uh, just a regular kind of depression. Not uh, not affected by the seasons. So, Yeah, but it also hasn't like rained there in like, God knows how long. Right. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's, I'm sorry. It's, I don't mean to like you know put like you know portents of doom on the whole <laughs> show, but I was just reading. It's like California only has one more year of water left. I'm like, holy shit. I mean, I saw that too, and you know what? I still take really long showers, so it's, <laughs> it's on. This is on me. I'll take the I'll take the hit for the team. I'm <laughs> right. It's like we've actually pinpointed the the source of the water <laughs> yeah. drainage, and it's like your like your Twitter picture. I was like, oh, that's actually me. Oh, that is that. Yeah. Well, you can't deny it. That is, uh... <laughs> and I'm not going to stop. So no one try. <laughs> <laughs> oh golly just take it down uh, the so at what point i guess that's the thing though because i know small town sort of vibe and well mm-hmm. i mean i'm not necessarily from one but i kind of know like the the sort of the scene there everybody mm-hmm. kind of just sort of lays in the cut so at what point i guess does you know maggie realize you know what i'm awesome i'm really funny i need to actually start you know taking comedy on as a profession that is a great question. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it comes from the fact, like, I love acting. I studied theater in college, and I love it. That's what I started doing. Um, and then I I just, I really like, I like having, like, creative influence. So I love acting. I love playing other people's characters. But I love writing for myself, and I love making my own characters. And so that kind of comes into like like sketch and sketch writing because you get to, you know, create your own situations and it's quick writing. It's, you know, four to five minutes um, of, you know, you doing characters and situations. And yeah, and I think uh, I started with improv and I think that was a great introduction to learn how to, you know, to, yeah, be, be funny. And there's some amazing like comedians and improvisers in Chicago that, I was just, I was always starstruck when I would go to these, like, comedy clubs with all these, like, 40-year-old men who were my heroes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's, I think that started the, the pipeline of, like, this is something that I, I want to pursue. I want to, I want to be that 40-year-old man, you know, <laughs> years from now. I want to be him, so... We're still get, we're still working on that. <laughs> I was gonna say that's actually um, pretty possible now, thanks to the world of science yeah. and medicine. Oh, exactly, exactly. And suddenly, my dreams became reality. <laughs> <laughs> Stars aligned. <laughs> and finally, at the ripe age of thirty-two, she finally became yeah. a four-year-old man. Regretted it. Very deeply, but she did it. <laughs> but you know what? It's like it's like she was so committed she couldn't even admit to herself that <laughs> yeah. this was a poor decision. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and there 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 we were. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, I still love acting. I still I still love doing it. I still I do plays out here and in films. Um so yeah, that's still it's still a big uh pursuit of mine, but I do love like writing my own writing my own material. So. Now, you actually do stand up as well, correct? I do. Yes. Yes. That is it's newer to me. I am newer to the uh to the stand up uh portion of comedy as one could say. Um but I uh no, I really enjoy it. I do. It's uh I view it as more like a a like one person show because it's less scary to me. <laughs> I, Wait, I, how so? I don't know. I feel like if I feel like I'm going up there to do like a show, it seems a lot easier to me than thinking in my brain, 
oh shit, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and try to make a room full of 500 people laugh because <laughs> I, I get super sweaty. I, stand up is is very scary to me. It still is, but I do it for you guys. That's why I do it. <laughs> She's like, I'm a martyr. <laughs> I've never. I was like, I've never actually had any interest in stand up. <laughs> yeah. I fucking hate it, but <laughs> but 20 people asked me to, so I said, God damn, all right. Half of those were my mother, so I said, fine. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> you ask. Uh, no, it's, it's it's fine. Scary as shit, but. <laughs> well, I mean, look at it this way. I mean, the one thing about theater is, I mean, the majority of shows, of course, you're working with an ensemble. Uh, mm-hmm. So you have everybody else, you know, working together to create the show. But right. stand up, I from what I imagine, of course, now I haven't done stand up myself. I count for mm-hmm. my, my best friend's um, wedding. That counts. Speech. That counts. That's step one. <laughs> that was scary as shit, though. But I can imagine, yeah. but it's like, honestly, with stand-up, it's, you're pretty much kind of, not physically, but just naked up there because you're not really working with anybody else unless you're part of, like, a comedy troupe of some sort, like an actual improv. But, right. yeah, you're just yeah. kind of standing up there telling jokes, which I don't know how much preparation you go into yours. Do you, like, write everything ahead mm-hmm. of time, or are you just more sort of free-form, just... Oof. Uh, I do a little of both. I, I I have my sets all all written out and rehearsed. Um, but when I go up there, I try to be I try to be really loose because I don't because it feels easier and yeah, it comes off as a good performance. Um, but yeah, I think that's why I think that's why I gra- I, I I love sketch and improv and I gravitate towards that uh, naturally because I don't know I, I love like the team aspect. I played a lot of sports growing up, so. Yeah, that sometimes feels, you know, more fun to be up there and create something with a group of people. But, but yeah, no, stand-up is great, too. It, it's a great way to get your writing out there, as my stand-up friend has said many, many times when I told her, I'm not going to do this show. <laughs> She's like, no, no, go do it. You'll be fine. She's always right. So, yeah. so that started even before you actually did. Um, so, okay. So we're going to follow the timeline a little bit. All right. So here you okay. are out of college. Mm-hmm. And you're saying to yourself, yes. I didn't want to do this professionally. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing yeah. you take a bus or a plane to L.A. So, okay. So where does then the next step go? So you decide, all right, well, I'm going to write. Or did you already have a troop in mind to join? That Yeah, that is a great. So, yeah, my uh, my writing partner and I, we met in college. And we went to uh, went to college together. We did, um, we did shows at, like, I.O. and Second City when we were in Chicago. Um and we, uh, while we were performing out there, we got booked out here in Los Angeles uh, at the I.O. out here. So uh, I flew out. Um, I skipped a ton of school <laughs> to do this. <laughs> uh, you don't need school, kids. That's a huge goddamn lie. Now I'm paying for it. <laughs> Go to college. Don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> no, so we booked a show out here. So we came out uh, for like a month. We... We did like a hour long sketch show, um, and yeah, while I was visiting and staying here, I kind of was like, yeah, I could see myself uh, living out here. And my writing partner, she's she's from LA. She grew up here, um, and she was moving after she graduated, uh, and she was a year ahead of me. So she was out here for a year, my whole last year of college, while I was still still doing uh, stuff in Chicago. So yeah, when I graduated, I decided to. Uh, to head out and I'm with her now. We do, yeah, we do sketches together. Um, we have a, our next show is going to be at the uh, Comedy Central stage out here in LA. Oh, so. awesome. Yeah, so that's, that's exciting. It's kind of the next thing besides our YouTube page that we're doing. So, yeah. Which we should probably get into the YouTube page now. I the, guess. <laughs> well, originally as it existed, because I guess, what is it, a Snickerdoodle comedy? Was that the... 
Yes, yeah, that was, yeah. We we recently changed the name and got, uh, we have a producer who, uh, so we have a new page with her. However, that was Snickerdoodle is a really awesome name, though. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you, thank you. I, I agree. Uh, not so much out in LA here, though. <laughs> they were kind of like, mm, maybe change the name to something. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's Mags and Meals. Um, that's, those are our names, Maggie and Amelia. Uh, yeah, and we just uh, launched our new page. We have videos every week. Um, the one that we have that we just started is uh, the uh, "This Is the News," which, which was is, uh, fucking hysterical. Oh, thank you, thank you. Actually, today we just released the uh, second episode. Um, <sighs> yes, yes, oh yeah. Oh, you got to check it out. It's a uh, pretty good. Um, but yeah, yeah, we. It's uh, yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's like a it's a short. Uh, we do short like news segments. Yeah, I guess that's how you describe it. Yeah, it's kind of, it reminded yeah. me a lot of a slightly more sardonic version of Weekend Update, if that's even yeah. possible. Yes, yeah. We're, we're able to go there without, uh, you know. Yeah, because what was the one joke, uh, I think it was Amelia, about the um, the whale that attacked the boat? Oh, yeah. That was the last time we heard from little Lisa again. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we get a little darker, I guess. Which I noticed, it was pretty funny, but there was another video, which, um, because I know on your website, there was, you had a couple of uh, short films also. Yeah, um, What was the one, um, it was a really funny one, was it the, the 90s guy? Oh, yeah, man, from 1996. <laughs> oh, it was from 1996, it was that specific yeah. year. Oh, yeah, just from the, the theme song. Yeah, so, he, yeah, he was frozen in time, came back to life, and all his pickup lines are, like, like 90s references. So they fall in flat years in these times. So the actual process in terms of working on sketches, because this is actually pretty interesting talking to the few people who do. Is there a particular process or is it quite literally just, you know, we had this really idea that you just sort of run with? That is a great question. I feel like sometimes it's it's I think it's both. I think some sketches, you know, we'll be talking this that particular 1990 sketch came out of just a rhyme that I thought was funny, which was a man got frozen in time in 1996 and now he's at a bar trying to pick up chicks. And <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. So I just, I wrote, I wrote a sketch about it uh, with that theme song. And, uh, and then we made it, that was kind of like a run with it. Like a, why not, you know, why not film it? <laughs> there's, there's no downsides to doing it. Um, some take a lot longer to, to kind of develop. Um, trying to think of an example like the the one uh that we just put up on our new site uh called train which is a parody of a, a french new wave film um that came from we amelia and i for some reason watched like three french new wave films in a row <laughs> and uh it was fucking just awful and i don't know why we kept doing it but we did and afterwards we we're like what did we just watch and so what we exactly were... i'm sorry to be to cut you off what exactly oh, constitutes no. a French New Wave film, and I guess I'm not quite the cinephile, so I'm like... <laughs> oh, no, that, that is a valid question, because uh, no one should be watching these films. <laughs> no one should watch them, but uh, there were basically, it was just like, there was this film movement uh, in France where it was a bunch of scenes that did not connect. The actors would, like, look into the camera. Um, there was a lot of, like, direct address. Uh, they would, like, show, uh, like, the cameras in the shots or, like, the microphones, and it was kind of like a non sec it non nothing like made sense plot wise. 
Um, and it was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable was kind of the underlying. It's supposed to like make you be like, ooh, like why is the actor staring at me in this scene? Uh, yeah, and they were basically just about nothing. And Jean-Luc Godard was a, he was a big, um, uh, he was a director in the movement. So. Okay. Yeah, kind of film filmed a spoof on that. We're taking a really long train ride from uh, Chicago to DC, and oh, holy had, crap! That's uh... yeah, oh yeah. We had some time on our hands, so we uh, yeah, we like wrote it and planned it. And that one was more more involved, but yeah. so like, the entire time they had no problem with you too, like just filming on this train. Oh yeah, but we definitely did not ask for permission. That was <laughs> <laughs> that is that's been like a that's been a core. Uh, a core standing in our uh, doings. We we don't ask. We ask afterwards if that was okay. So we figured uh, it's like if the cops actually don't shut us down, we are doing okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which it still to this day. Every time I put up a YouTube sketch, like if this one is not flagged, then I call it a success. You know, I call this a win. <laughs> well, I was gonna say. I mean, I've seen some of what you've done. I mean, it's not like they're overly terrible that you could get flagged for them. Right. Right. Yeah. I think like I said the, the train one maybe, but that mm-hmm. almost kind of just speaks to the the staff that works like these conductors that work on the train. Because I imagine what well, Amtrak, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like we're so mm-hmm. defeated as a company, we don't care what you do on here. <laughs> yeah, we don't give two shits. If it we turns get out there, the whole time, like you guys could have been reenacting what movie was it, Under Siege Two when he's on a train. <laughs> Great movie reference, man. That is. So <laughs> I guess at this point, I don't know who would be Seagal and who would be Morris Chestnut. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 would say I know. I'm, I'm asking the hard questions here. <laughs> yeah, these are the hard hitting questions. <laughs> uh, so true. So actually, but I also noticed you had done some actual acting work in short films or yes, just films yeah. in general. So how mm-hmm. did that come about? Because I know I saw your acting reel, but I know they were mm-hmm. obviously from bits and pieces of segments. So how did the mm-hmm. actual acting bits get in, or is that just a matter of going out for casting calls? Um, yeah, so I've actually, I started doing films when I was kind of young, like 16, I guess. I guess it's not that young. Um, but yeah, so I started doing, uh, films, just local films, like in Michigan and in the Midwest and anything I could kind of get my hands on. Um, so I started back then. And then when I moved to Chicago, uh, obviously there were a lot more opportunities. So yeah, I did films through Northwestern, um, through other colleges in the area, uh, I also, you know, became friends with a lot of uh, a lot of comedians who would then, you know, pass me on to directors. So I was lucky I got to do, um, uh, you know, films with like the cast of Second City at the time um, and a couple other really cool projects. So I was really lucky in that regard. Um, yeah. And then moving out to L.A., uh, it's kind of the same deal. They have a bunch of casting resources. Uh, obviously, you know, getting an agent helps because they're able to do the hunting for you, which saves you so much time. Um, <laughs> it really that is. Yeah. Before like, an actor has an agent, like 50 percent of their time is spent like on the Internet, just <laughs> looking for looking for auditions, which. You know, that's that's part of the process. Um, you start walking into like random doors, like, "Hey, you guys auditioning here?" It's like, "No, I'm using the bathroom." It's like, "Oh, sorry to bother you." I'm gonna try next door. Yeah, exactly. You just <laughs> and you move on to the next house, and then eventually you're gonna hit Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. I've been I've been really lucky in that regard. Got to work on like a lot of cool projects. So yeah. So what's as far as um, Megs and Meals? Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys plan on actually taking it so far? Like, I mean, is there plans to maybe develop it into 
you know, maybe see if he can get picked up for series or doing live yeah, shows at this point. Yeah, that's definitely down the line. Yeah. Um, our first goal is to get, uh, so out here they have a, they have YouTube space, which is a, it's a filming location that has all, tons of equipment that you have access to, which is really great. Um, so yeah, so first we're working on kind of just building subscribers and, uh, and a fan base, which we're getting there. It's great. It's definitely a long process. Um, but yeah, and then we'd have a couple live shows lined up, like at the Comedy Central store, uh, at IO and UCB. Um, so we're going to keep doing that. Uh, yeah. And then hopefully we're going to get to the point where we release a sketch, a parody song, uh, every month as well as our weekly, um, news segments. And then some of our own, I have like, you know, some of my own. Uh, videos that I would like to put up as well. But yeah, that's definitely down the road. Hopefully we can get some traction with it and see, yeah, just see, you know, see who, who likes our stuff. Cause we, you know, people say, just write what you like. And we definitely, we definitely like what we write. So I mean, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I don't think there's too many people tackling the, uh, the French new wave film movement. So I think, you might, <laughs> and I don't mean this way. Uh, wow. That sounded really like much like douchey in the. <laughs> oh no, no, not at all. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's like, no, I 100%. Yeah, I feel like we don't, you know, we don't really subscribe to what other people, like, want us to be, I guess. Yeah, we just kind of do what we think is funny. We we love, you know, we love hearing great feedback. It's That's why, you know, I, I kind of, I love Twitter because I love hearing, um, you know, if people dig something or even if they don't dig something, they're like, well, that actually wasn't that funny. I'd be like, all right, cool. I mean, See, I the disagree, thing is, but... though, like, I always, I never really understood that, like, because, I mean, there's tons of people who, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say tons, because, well, A, it's not actually tons, and B, it's right. like, I act like I have so many people coming in and out of Twitter, but uh-huh. occasionally, you know, you get some, you know, people, like, on, you check out their pages, and you say to yourself, you know what, I'm not a fan of this, mm-hmm. but even if you are, wouldn't it just be easier to just kind of be like, all right, I'll pass this on, you know, to somebody else, or just not bother? I never really saw the point mm-hmm. of basically going out of a way to tell somebody that you didn't find their stuff funny. Like, how was right. that their fault? Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I haven't run into that too much yet, so my ego is still baby soft. Baby, baby soft. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I'm sure, I'm sure as we get, because I, you know, as you get bigger, the more naysayers you'll have as well, so... Oh, I'm getting tough. I'm prepared. I'm ready. Which I, I guess, uh, depending on who you believe, supposedly you're supposed to have more haters than fans, which I don't know how that works exactly. Right. I don't know. I'm working to get there, though. I want more I'll tell haters. you what. What I'll do is I'll just start, like, spamming a page, like, your stuff sucks, like, knowing full Wait, well that I... Please. <laughs> yeah. We need to get to that point. That is my next personal step. <laughs> uh, I want the hate. <laughs> Let the oh, hate flow through you, young Skywalker. Yes. yes. Wow. Worst Palpatine voice ever. <laughs> but speaking of Star Wars, and that's the one great thing um, about your page is you're obviously a very huge geek. Oh my god, huge, huge, yes. So going yeah. back, even see, I, I love all this time travel going on. Let's go back to, of course, mm-hmm. Maggie at age, whatever age she is. At mm-hmm. what point did you realize, holy crap, I'm into some really nerdy shit? Nerdy <laughs> shit. What's so funny? Yeah. So actually. Um, yeah, I talked to another podcast about this recently. Um, but yeah, so I grew up with an older brother who I, I idolized. Like, he's still, he's still, he's my hero. He's amazing. His uh-huh. name's Tyler. He's like, I know, right? He's he's the best. Um, and growing up, yeah, I just I just wanted to be him so hardcore. And he's a huge gamer. We have, like, all the Nintendo systems from the original system uh, all the way through. Uh, you know, if it was bad weather out, which it is half the time in Michigan, you know, we'd be playing video games in the basement or like reading comics. 
Um, yeah, and I just kind of, I also grew up, in, grew up in a very small town, so I had very little reference of what was, like, cool and what was not cool. <laughs> so uh, I didn't even really know that, you know, what I was getting into, like, you know, wasn't the, it wasn't uh, Laguna Beach or the OC. Uh, oh, thanks. So. I, I would say, you know what, I think you did okay because... <laughs> I watched, well, more so OC than Laguna Beach, but oh yeah, I'm still trying to figure out how that actually happened or why it existed as long as it did. Right. Right. And these things, you know, I could spend my time trying to figure it out, but I decided maybe not. Maybe maybe read comic books instead. Um, so do you actually yeah. remember the first comic book you ever read? I do. Yes. My, uh, my dad, he loved... Growing up, he loved the X-Men comic books. Like, that was his jam. He loved the X-Men and Iron Man. And I remember him talking about it one time. I was like, Dad, like, we, you know, we don't have any, like, physical comic books. And he's like, oh, well, that's super sad. So he, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, he went out and bought some uh, X-Men comic books for us. Because it was around the time that, you know, the films had come out. And I had seen them and thought they were, you know, kick-ass and awesome. And, yeah, so he went out and got us some, some uh, material, some reading material. <laughs> yeah, so go dad. Yeah, dad is, my dad's also a huge geek, so it kind of just runs through the family, I guess. <laughs> no, I know how you feel. Like, it's definitely in the DNA at some point. Like, there's there's no denying it after a while. Right, exactly, exactly. It's like, I can only wear dresses for so long before I realize that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's like that thing where, you know, obviously your parents introduce you to it because they're mm-hmm. into it, but then it's like, oh, shoot, it's kind of like a, like, almost like a religious thing. It's like, well, you kind of have to find it for yourself. Exactly, exactly. It's like they can, you know, spoon feed it to you, but, you know, which Kool-Aid you drink is it's really up to you at the end of the day. Well, <laughs> Tropical Punch here. I don't know about you, but... Mm. Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, I like uh, like blueberry. It's hard to find. What? I've never actually even heard of that. Like, it must really? be hard to find. Like, it's, is it yeah. wrong if I actually Google that now? <laughs> no, please. I think it's limited edition. I think... Wait, that so it's G-O-O so, berry? Uh, uh, blueberry. Oh, blueberry. Yeah, it might be so off-brand. that We also shopped at Costco, so maybe that <laughs> maybe it wasn't Kool-Aid that we were drinking. No, blue, uh, oh, you know what? It's one of the Kool-Aid twists. I think I actually might remember this oh, one. Oh, well, there we are. There we are. Mm. Man, now I'm thirsty. Why don't you do some, Adrian? Now I'm just thirsty. That's all I want. I'm sorry. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> like, well, actually, it is my fault, but... It is. It I don't is. know. Well, you mentioned Kool-Aid, and I realized I haven't actually had Kool-Aid in, like, almost a decade, I feel. Oh, that sounds like a party we should throw. Right? Well, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. The last time someone threw a Kool-Aid party did not end well, I'm just going to say. Did not end well. They are dead now. <laughs> Can you imagine start throwing a flyers around town for a Kool-Aid party? And I wonder how long it would take for the cops to show up. Yeah. <laughs> that is not a bad idea. It's like, hmm. note to self, we did get a lot of people coming to the party, uh... The only bad news is um, they were all armed guards. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, The party ended early. It was super lame. I know, super lame. And then all these FBI agents showed up. I'm like, good God. Like, uh, yeah. I And can't Carl's even... dead. Like, what? <laughs> it's just a bummer. It's just a bummer, Jennifer. Tell me about it. Oh, God. All these tennis shoes they're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> sweep sweep edit edit (laughs) (laughs) oh that's terrible (laughs) that's almost as bad as that was a saturday night live um back during the heaven's gate thing in like the late 90s early 2000s 
they had like all this picture of everybody like wearing the tennis shoes and it was like a like a Nike commercial or something. Oh god, yes. Oh man. That's great. <laughs> I'm sorry, I feel so bad because like as I'm recording this, I forgot to turn my TV off and X Men Two was on. Oh, you should never apologize for X Men Two being on. I mean it wasn't the best of the films per se, but Oh, now this brings up another question. Okay, which one do you think was the best of the series? That is a great question. I don't know. It has actually been a long time since I've watched the first couple. So I would feel I would feel hesitant to pick one. I did really enjoy the uh, the most recent the X Men. Um, what was that? The uh, Days of Future Past, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that one. Uh, surprisingly, so I I. I went on it. I heard good things about it, but I went in like, meh. But no, it turned out, I thought it was pretty good. I don't know. I'm still having the issue with the, the concrete prison. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, that was definitely. And also, the, the next one is X-Men Apocalypse. I feel like I feel like we're done. I feel like. We've run out of X-Men? Yeah, I, th- I think we're done for a while. Let's, let's stop. Or at least stop this, this, this train that we're going down with all these crossovers and backups and redos and time travels you know let's let's hold off for a sec yeah i just feel like i know at the end of the day they're gonna keep making them but at some point they're talking about they were gonna start doing like x-force which i don't know how that's gonna work but right yeah and also i think uh i think marvel is like slowly oh whoops speaking of tv being on oops um (laughs) That was my bad. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, Marvel is slowly getting the rights back. I don't even know if I'm allowed to leak that, but they <laughs> yeah, I have no idea if I'm allowed to I was going to say, if you know something and you're not telling the world, like I will gladly leak and throw your name all over this podcast <laughs> oh, no. and say, I broke the story. Maggie will, will, will get a, like, oh, no. a, a GoFundMe page to get you out of jail. <laughs> Oh man, I won't even need Kool-Aid for the police to show up at my door. <laughs> They'll just show up and uh, take me away. Uh, but let me, I, I, I project that they are in the process of uh, getting the rights back to that. Because they have, the, uh, have stopped production on all like X-Men toys and stuff. Really? So, yes. Uh, very quietly. So I think they're moving well it must have been quiet because i mean not that i'm like you know really into that whole thing but i did not realize that they actually stopped making them yeah it's uh they i i think in these situations they hope for a really quick turnaround so they stopped and hopefully uh marvel will be able to you know pick up a projection this is all just hearsay and guessing well (laughs) but uh... it's actually not too far off because i do know that it was half the reason why the Fantastic Four comic just suddenly ended. Yes, yes, Ex- yeah, exactly. So, and that whole thing where like the X Men were like the Inhumans are going to be like, yep, replacing mm-hmm. the mutants in like the new movie. So, or even yep. actually in, even in the comics. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's and and they and they just got the you know they just got Spider Man back. So I think it's only a matter of time. Before Which, it- and that one's weird because Sony, from what I understand, still has created control over the character so it's almost kind of like yeah. a like a dual visitation yeah it's yeah exactly I, I, they're they're you know divorced parents and and they have a they're, they're peter parker their kid he's sitting there <laughs> i do think though that it's so strange so for uh for civil war you know spider-man is going to be they've announced that he's going to be in it which is great because he's in it in the comic books and Correct. 
But they've decided, because we've seen Spider-Man young so many times, every iteration we've seen him, you know, as a high schooler like Peter Parker. And I thought, you know, this would be a chance to, you know, give us a different version, you know, when he's older or, you know, some sort of different take on it. But no, he's going to be super young in high school yet again. And I don't know. I feel like I feel like we've been here before, like deja vu. <laughs> like We really have. And it's unfortunate we because we just saw it as rebooted. But I the other know. issue I'm having is, yeah. okay, originally I thought this movie was going to be sort of a continuation on Winter Soldier. Yeah. Like, it'd right. be more of Steve Rogers trying to figure out, you know, trying to get Bucky back or what have right. you. Mm-hmm. But now they're talking, obviously, Robert Downey Jr. is in it, and they're doing the Civil War storyline. Mm-hmm. And Black Panther is supposedly showing up. Yep. And we're, I guess Spider-Man's in this as well. So mm-hmm. when do we have time to figure out what the hell happened to Bucky? Yeah, you know what? I do not know. I'm thinking in the yeah is the next Winter Soldier is the next uh, Captain America is that coming out before Winter Soldier or after? I don't oh, know. it's set after because yeah, it's because okay. I guess it'll be hold on after Ant Man. I think Captain America is the next movie up. Okay, because I think okay, they're starting filming sense. fairly soon. Right, because I think that that's going to set off. Civil War. Yeah, I don't know. Also, there is, again, hearsay talk. Uh, who knows if this is true? I don't know. But they're saying that uh, Spider-Man may, might make his first appearance uh, at the end of Ant-Man. One to, like, up ratings because, you know, it's, cause it, it is the most, not the most, but it's kind of an out there, you know, superhero to go along with. And they're hoping putting Spider-Man at the end credits will, you know, help draw in, uh, help draw in attendees. But, yeah, that would be cool if we got to see him there the first time to kind of set up the Winter Soldier plotline. See, we'll see, I had this theory, though, that, like, Spider-Man will be in, like, um, the Marvel movie, and it'll be, like, the first shot of uh, Civil War is Spider-Man mm-hmm. swinging through New York, and the next shot of him is, like, basically getting, like, blown up in a building. It's like, oh, Spider-Man's <laughs> dead. You gotta register these superheroes somehow. Ah, yeah. Oh, God. And it was also surprising, I guess not surprising, but they made him Peter Parker again. Which is, you know, it's a, that was another, uh, there was talk about making him uh, Miles or another iteration of yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, people got really angry about the whole Miles thing, like almost yeah. crazily so. Right, which is so weird because I, I, it was kind of the same thing when, uh, when you know, Thor, the hammer was going to be taken up, you know, by by a lady for a while. People got so up in arms, but... I mean, really, if you look at the comics, like, that happens all the time. Like, a million people have been you know, right. in Thor's shoes. So There's been like 500 flashes. There have been at least four right. Batmans. Yeah. yeah, so I think we can I think we can chill out, guys. It's Trust me, it's happened before. Yeah, it's like a brown Spider-Man's the least of your worries. Right, exactly, exactly. Like, let's, let's, let's chill out. It's, it's going to be okay. So. Now, I don't know. This is kind of an out-there question, though, but mm-hmm. have you actually had any interest in, like, let's say, writing a comic book or any other sort of... No, yeah, basically, yeah. it's like, have you ever thought about actually writing a comic or doing something, like, in terms of fiction or nonfiction? Right, that's a great question. Actually, so, in college, I was a, I was a theater film, and I was a creative writing major, too, so, um, so, yeah, I have, like, a lot of my, you know, my own writings and short stories and novellas and stuff, um, and yeah, I think someday when things get a little less crazy, I would like to, you know, actually like sit down and write something that I would want to, you know, release or publish. But yeah, that's it's kind of in the future, but definitely uh, sometime there is a 
a bunch of my friends out here are uh, are animators or you know have interest in animating. So I was I love to hear what their life is like. You know, going to <laughs> go to all these like amazing meetings with these amazing writers and, and drawing them up storyboards. So they're like the cool version of me. Like I wish I could you know like just go off and like you know draw comic books, man, for like a living. <laughs> but, uh, I was gonna say it's like oh I forgot we're in California. That would explain the accent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's my impression of fifty percent of them. But uh, that's okay. As someone who lives in New Jersey, it's like you know what? I, yeah. I can't even imagine what that must sound like on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no, no, it's great. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that's probably somewhere down the line in the future. I have a friend who's he's right out. He uh, is writing a pilot for something along those lines, which is really cool. It's like a he's like a stand up comic superhero. He's like a, a like a a reluctant superhero who really wants to be like a stand-up comic that I read the script the other day and it's really good. So yeah, there's, there's stuff like that going, going around. Yeah. Someday, someday, someday in the future. <laughs> oh, we're at this part. See, damn it. Stupid X-Men movie. Ah, ah, why, <laughs> why? No, I just love the idea. Oh, okay. This guy is uh, somehow controlling Xavier. So the best course of action is just make him very cold. Yeah, right. Yeah. I need to rewatch the. You know what? I don't know. I'm actually going to tell you not to because. Oh, no. Yeah. I tried watching, I say, the first X Men movie uh, Mm -hmm. maybe about two months ago. Oh, yeah. It does not hold up. Really? It's a little hard to watch. Oh, man. That's like I just rewatched the uh, <laughs> the original Pokemon movie, and that was also rough going. Really? Not yeah. Oh damn it! Ah, sorry. Something keeps popping up on my computer. Spam! Spam! <laughs> I'm being attacked. Um, we're okay. We got through it. We're here now. Uh, yeah. No, I rewatched the Pokemon <laughs> film, and it uh, no. Wait, hold on. So now I'm curious because I remember when that first. Oh, look. First off, I just want you to know when <laughs> yeah. that movie came out, you yeah. best believe that my ass was in that theater on opening night. Oh, oh shit! Was I also? Yeah. That oh, theater was... was packed to fill to the brim with small children. <laughs> yeah, I was one of those small childs who was watching it. No, I loved it. It is great, but I feel like there's no actual plot. Like what happens is, uh, what's so exciting is that we get. The past the 150 Pokemon, you know, like that was a 150 Pokemon. That was such a thing. And then when we found out there was more, there were two more. Holy fuck. Mew and Mewtwo. Holy shit. And that's pretty much the entire film is everyone going. Oh You're right. I remember the commercials like yeah. this time. There's yeah. more than 150. Holy exactly. shit. That's the entire plot of it is that there are two more that it's not in the original counting of the 150 Pokemon that you memorized. You were lied to. Yeah, you were lied to. I mean, besides that, and then, like, what, Ash dies and all the Pokemon cry to bring him back to life? Which, I'm sorry, though, but not that I was happy he was dead. Yeah. I felt, okay, I felt bad for Pikachu, because that was his boy, obviously. Right, right. But I personally was not too upset, because, I mean, that kid has put his Pokemon in harm's way. Dude, so many Pokemon were better off with Ash being dead. <laughs> like, like, okay, have you actually sat and rewatched like, the first Pokemon series? I have, yeah. He is not, wow, like, he's really he terrible to these Pokemon. He's terrible, he's terrible. And also, Misty is annoying. Like, just give her back the bike, and let's be done with this, you know? 
Give her back. Yeah, that's right. Bike. The whole friendship started from ransom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She he steals the bike, which yeah, I don't. And that that spirals into a whole. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, he's awful to his. I yeah. It's it's hard. It's hard to go back. And Brock is like fifty years old. <laughs> I know. What is he doing? Wait, he like left to go like study something, right? If I remember correctly, because he was originally a was he a breeder or was it after the fact? I think yeah, I think he was a breeder, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Either way, why was he hanging out with these kids? I don't know, but I, don't know. I, don't, I just feel like he's got at least several priors for sexual harassment. Right. Oh, for sure. And a Jesse and James, like, did they have nothing better to do with their time? Then try what's so special? Okay, Pikachu's great, but was he really that special? Or they have Meowth. He can say complete sentences like a sentient human being, and they're all like, Meh, ah, Pikachu, Pikachu's like, you have a pretty incredible Pokemon standing right in front of you, making <laughs> jokes. I don't know. Maybe look to your left and right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I just, I felt bad, though, because, oh, shoot, what was I going to say? The, the first movie wasn't that great, but then... At some point, I just, it, it got nuts because I always prided myself on knowing the original 150 by name, knowing right. all the pokey rap and all that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But then Gold and Silver came out and uh, it was, it, it was like my whole world just kind of collapsed because like I know nothing anymore. I know. That's how, that's how I felt as well. And then that's when I, 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 I did not support, you know, the next generation or so on, however they call it. Because it's just, it's already too much for me to memorize. So I can't do a whole nother pokey rap. I got, I got one down. I can't, I can't, I can't do another. <laughs> However, I don't know if you remember this. I don't know who was it that showed me this. I don't know if it was YouTube or it was like some sort of soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But it was basically like this weird Pokemon musical type thing. And Misty had a song about how in love she was with Ash. Oh, yes. This is from the CD uh, To Be a Master, which if anyone likes Pokemon music should <laughs> check out. It came out during the during when the first movie was released. And it's a great CD. It's amazing. Uh there's one called, What Kind of Pokemon Are You? How Do You Do the Things You Do? That's a song. I can sing all of them. <laughs> all right, new plan. We need to actually cut an album and start doing all like the Pokemon songs. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, that's, yeah, she has a song on there. It's super cheesy, and it's super misty, but it's there. Meanwhile, Brock has, like, a cover of Blurred Lines, because I feel like that's <laughs> the thing. Yeah. That is what he would be into, without a doubt. <laughs> Without a doubt. But I ended actually recently, I, I got caught back into the bug because I got a 3DS. I'm like, oh, Pokemon X is coming out. Oh, yeah. And yes. it's, it's like the world's worst relapsing ever. Because <laughs> it takes, it's so time consuming. That's why I feel like I haven't played, uh, I haven't played like an actual video game all the way through in so long just because it's so, it's like such a commitment. And I feel a little bit guilty about how much time it would take away from everything else but still do it still do it so <laughs> well, what are you playing now if anything uh now nothing the last i played uh the last of us which yeah did you play that game? no i my i think you're probably about the 850th person oh yeah tell me that and oh, I'm I'm, it's not more really <laughs> it's, it's naughty dog I'm a fan of theirs. I like. I finally got around to f- playing Uncharted, which I loved. Okay, but yeah, this yeah. one I watched. Mm-hmm. This wasn't even the game hadn't even come out yet, so this is like test mm-hmm. footage right. teaser trailer for The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. 
could not sit through it. I was sitting oh, wow. on my phone, uh-huh. like holding it, like breathing heavily. Like mm-hmm. I was so tense. Yeah. Oh God. It's that's what I'm saying. Like it is an emo- it's like emotionally taxing to go into a game like that. So I don't blame you one bit. If you have, like, you know, maybe three months of your time to devote to something, like, go ahead. But besides that, oof. Oof. It's a lot. Yeah, because I had games like that, which, what was it, like, you know, Majora's Mask, which I'll never finish that game. Oh, my God. We we actually, Amelia and I just recently uh, replayed that. It is a fucking doozy. There's so much. And also, they don't tell you to play the time of song backwards to make it go slower. I just remembered that from childhood. But there's nothing in the game that tells you to do that, by the way. I only knew that because, I guess, as a, as a family, because it would always be me, my sister, and my mom playing these games. Mm-hmm. And anytime Nintendo came out with a game, we the first thing we had to figure out was, does it come with a player's guide? Oh, yes, we, for sure. Because we're sure. not going to get caught with their pants down and looking stupid <laughs> yeah. at the end of this game. <laughs> no, yeah. Player's guides, were those were key. Yeah. But. So here we are, like, playing that game, and it's like, oh, you can, you can play the song time backwards, and it slows down time. Mm-hmm. I'm still panicking. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I could do any of this stuff in this fucking notebook and these fucking masks, and it just, <laughs> I couldn't do it, and I just, I would have, like, panic attacks. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot, especially, like, when you get, you know, emotionally attached, that whole storyline with the... The two people that were like gonna get married at midnight and just oh like oh my gosh it's so terrible oh it's so terrible just like I can't let them down yeah it's rough that's a rough game yeah but yeah those are the games I always love because unfortunately I'm one of those people like when I get into something like I get into it I don't know about you oh yeah but it's like where it not really necessarily consumes your life negatively but you know you're not gonna do anything but. Right, exactly. Like, it is all or nothing when it comes to something like that. All or nothing. So, yeah, again, that's why I have to be super careful about when I play a new game. It's it's very strategic when I start <laughs> start up something because it's going gonna, it's gonna to consume my life and no one will hear from me. Well, I, was gonna, wait, I feel like you're speaking from experience. Why? Where did you get addicted to? Uh, just, <laughs> oh, man. Well, there was a one... Uh, I think it was last summer, yeah, where I replayed, uh, where I, I replayed all the like original Zelda, not the original Zelda, but we replayed uh, uh, Majora's Mask and um, uh, and Wind Waker and Skyward Sword. We played those three, and I still haven't okay. played Skyward Sword. And as a Zelda fanatic, who's actually wearing, oh shit, I am wearing a Zelda shirt right now. Ah! Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> nerd. Um, <laughs> yeah, Skyward Sword. I never actually played though. I've heard good things. It is good. It is, yeah, it feels, I don't know, it feels a lot different than the other Zelda games that have come out. Uh, it feels even more different than Twilight Princess, which that one I, I really enjoyed. But I love yeah. that one a lot. Granted, that yeah. game stressed me out for completely different reasons. Oh, really? It's so fucking depressing, but it's such a great story. <laughs> that, yeah, that one was pretty deep. Yeah, I feel like Skyward Sword was, like, lighter than that. It was more, it felt more action-y, uh, if, that's, if that's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know. I no, love. Yeah, that. there was a lot of action in that one. Yeah, yeah, I did love that one. But yeah, I played Scar. Yeah, did Tintho three. Uh, did not talk to people for a while. Um, but uh, but I completed them. So ha, huh, there she blows. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know she actually was on her way to get the Academy Award for her you know, <laughs> breathtaking role and you know Maggie Mae Fish the movie and yet. 
She was home playing, playing. Nintendo. Yes. Hey, you know, to each their own, to each their own. Whatever uh, whatever stress leave you choose. <laughs> <laughs> no, at this point, video games are almost like a vice. It's like drinking where it's like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, man, I would hang out tonight. But, yeah, I got to hit the Z. Got to hit the Z. The Zelda? Yeah. <laughs> no, that would actually happen, especially when, like, um... Skyrim came out. I mm, just mm-hmm. did not leave my house for a very long time. Yeah, no. That's, uh, I feel like it's a trap that people fall into, but it's okay. You know, it gets better. As in, more games will come out, and you can always. I was about to say, like, wait, hold on, time out. Wait, you're me to, like, go all public service announcement on me? Yeah, it'll, it'll, oh, there will always be the next game that has to happen, so. Well, see, I just swapped <laughs> video games for comic books, though. Okay, well, there you go. Then you're fine. Then you're so, fine. are you reading anything currently, or? Uh, no, I haven't read. Uh, I just finished reading um, Civil War because I wanted to read it before, uh, before things. Actually, I read it a while back, and then I just recently reread it. So, yeah, that's been the latest thing. Again, it's like I can't. Well, one, I I don't. I feel like comic books are super expensive, so I also I usually borrow instead of buy just because it can rack up. Um, so, yeah, and also it's, it's very time-consuming. I did read over the summer, I read everything of Deadpool's that I could get my hands on. So that was, I love Deadpool. He's one of my favorite. Uh, him and Spider-Man, I think, are my top two. But, but yeah, so that was my last, that was my last comic venture. Uh, what about you? What are you, what are you reading? I, I should pick up some, some tips. What are you, what are you into? Oof. Um, I just recently, well, I'm still reading Ms. Marvel, which, mm-hmm. oh, God, that book is amazing. Um, okay. Oh, it's, man, that's what I should read next, honestly. That's what I sh- I'm writing it down. And it's only, like, about, I want to say, what, 15 issues, if that? Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. I, mean, I know they their trade paperback of the first set of books is out. Right, right. That's really good. Black Widow is pretty fantastic also. Mm-hmm. I've noticed lately, though, a lot of the single, like, a lot of the solo titles, because, I don't know, I'm a Marvel guy by trade. Right. So I couldn't really recommend too much in terms of DC. Yeah. But those two are pretty good. Um, Hawkeye's run, while very inconsistent near the end, because it'd be like months on end before another issue would come out, that's really good, too. Mm-hmm. And because Hawkeye was great because, you know, in the whole book, it's like, okay, yeah, he is an Avenger, but mm-hmm. he's living in this crappy apartment in the city, and he's constantly being, like, roughed up by, like, Russian mobsters, so. Right, yeah. No, yeah, that's... I haven't read a lot of Hawkeye. I did have a... I love. Uh, so, do you, do you read comic books like on your phone, or do you read it like in like a paper version? I usually read like paper comics. Okay. But yeah. lately, I've noticed well, a it's super expensive, and b I'm mm-hmm. running out of space. Yeah. So I've been trying to read digitally, but I don't really have a tablet, so I just read them on my laptop. Which right. looking at it around trying to read like a stack of comics like well digitally is just kind of like wow, I'm that guy. <laughs> Dude, you're that guy. <laughs> like I don't know if you ever seen like you ever go to like a park. And there's like there was like that one guy wearing like a straw hat. He's got like the portable like TV player thing. Yeah, I, I'm like that guy with the laptop. <laughs> yeah, no, I I recently got into yeah digital copies. Um, yeah, because yeah they're they're less expensive and um, I don't know I super dig the way it like moves from panel to panel. At least on uh, I have like the Marvel app where I get my uh, comic books downloaded to. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I got a, a Hawkeye issue on there that I dug. So Which sucks, because mm-hmm. I think about one or two weeks ago, um, Comixology had this huge sale on, like, 
the first 10, 11 issues of Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going uh, for like 99 cents each. Man, why didn't you tell me sooner, bro? I don't, did I, <laughs> wait, did I know you then? Or, I, I might have. I think, I don't know if we, if we talked that much. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, <laughs> Come on, bro. Keep me updated, bro. Can't tell me the comments that, bro. Man, look at you. California just changed you. You used to be all cool yeah. and. You changed, bro. You changed. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, so was that Indie you? The show became how I'm a junkie, like we're a video game junkie, and I'm also a sellout. Yeah, so, yeah. This is the this is what we've learned about you today in this podcast. This is hi, fooled you. This is the interview secretly an intervention. Yeah. What? Hey, this is Adrian coming on. To... <laughs> You've changed, man. Which I didn't realize, and I I feel like you best me in this though. But um, mm. going back to your this is the new segments. Uh, that, that's kind of what won me over the Dragon Ball Z bit. Oh, Holy yeah. shit! I was crying <laughs> laughing. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Yeah, that came from that came from the heart. I, I'm so excited for that film. But I haven't watched like anything Dragon Ball Z related since. I don't even know what the timeline is now. Right? Because it was Dragon Ball, then Dragon Ball Z, then GT. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I did not watch any of GT. I I refused. Yeah. So what was? You're not actually not the only person to say. A lot of the, the purists I've noticed mm-hmm. seem to hate GT. Why is that? I, you know, I don't know. I did watch, like, I think I watched a season of it, and just something about it just felt like, I felt like then it, like, knew who its audience was and was kind of, like, catering to it. I don't know. It just felt super weird. I'd just rather rewatch Frieza and Cell over and over again than and The Frieza on. fight was pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. And also, yeah, it kind of, like, who was just so strange. That was such a strange, uh, strange, strange chapter segment. And I think after that, I was just kind of like, "All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a break from this for a while." Now, if you watch it, like they still air episodes on like uh, on like Saturday morning cartoon like sections, but they have something called Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is like uh, like the American edited version. So you know, we don't get Goku making a spear bomb for five episodes. It's like it's edited. Oh, so they cut out all like the extra filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of it being like direct to you know, America, they kind of, like, recut it, which it's so much more watchable. But, again, it's like, man, like, kids, if you're going to watch it, like, let's watch the real thing, you know? Don't, don't. Yeah, because that was kind of the fun. It was also kind of the joke because it'd be, like, on the next Dragon Ball Z, it'd be, like, all this footage (laughs) of this Uh crazy, insane fight. You're saying to yourself, holy shit, I need to watch this. So the next Uh day you watch it, and it's, okay, we're floating again. Right, exactly. And exactly. we're talking about how powerful we are. Uh, and no one throws a punch. And then the minute someone like charges up on the next Dragon Balls, you're like, wait, hold on, time yeah. out, come back. What don't leave. <laughs> yeah, that's I know exactly. So they don't they don't have that experience. They just got they got it spoon fed to them. So this new movie, what is it just what Frieza's been resurrected or has she just been around all this time? Or he uh, resurrected I read the synopsis, uh, but I can't recall yeah uh, there's like two new characters who like collect like the body parts of frieza and uh yeah resurrect so yeah i know i'm super excited i'm really excited to see to see it because i know they're also doing that in theaters i'm like so are you i guess can we count you for being there like opening night oh for sure yeah oh 100 percent I will be there, and I'll, I'll I'll release I'll I'll have some opinions about it and release a little little video. So, 
Yeah, oh, I'm definitely. Stoked. Yeah, I am stoked. Yeah, I um, signed up for that um, Ultimate Marvel Marathon thing. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Yeah, so wait, That's, what is that again? It's a couple of theaters, and they're playing all 11 yes. like, Avengers movies. In or, a row. In right. a row, like, in I guess the order of when they were released, because I'm not sure if they're doing it chronologically, because I know some of them happened before right? other ones, but it's... It's pretty much over 24 hours straight of continuous Marvel mm-hmm. movies. Right, which is like a little bit, a lot, but like, that's kind of what I do every weekend, so maybe. Yeah, I'm, so I'm like, I think I can actually, but granted, usually then I'm like, you know, at home in like pajamas and usually I could pause things and right, right. play on Twitter for a while. Yeah. I'm going to have to bring like a whole bunch of batteries and hope they don't die and mm-hmm. live tweet the whole thing. That would actually be great if you live tweeted it. That's that would be that would be worth it. You know what? I was gonna say I, I don't know if they're gonna plan on kicking anybody out for being on their phones. Like I'll just turn a light down. But I'm like, hey. I can't imagine anybody would do this who hasn't seen these movies already. Yeah, that's true. People are because yeah, and if you haven't, this may not be the best way to watch all of them. <laughs> well, matter of fact, um, my cousin and I we actually did the um, last when the event, the first Avengers came out. Uh-huh. They did a marathon of all the movies leading up to that. And I think it was only like five movies at the time of right. that. And the guy behind us, because everybody in the theater is like quoting a movie, they're cheering <laughs> when certain characters show up. Right. It's like a whole big fan event. We get stuck because the guy behind us, I guess, had not seen these movies at all. Mm-hmm. And he uses this oh as the God. platform to see everything. And I'm like, wow, God, you suck. Yeah. Because all he did was complain that everybody was talking to the movie. It's like, okay, how about you join the crowd? Join join the people of the earth and watch these films. Because <laughs> everybody else has. Like, it was so bad where, because after we're halfway through, um, I think it was Thor, the air conditioner in the theater broke. Oh, God. That, that and it got really warm in there. Yeah. And this guy, to keep seeing the movie in complete silence, stayed in the theater with the broken air conditioner, as opposed to moving along to the air conditioner one across the hall with everybody else. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oof. What kind of a life is that? I don't even know. I don't know I don't if know, I want to know. No life at all. No life at all. <laughs> oh, God. So actually, something I was thinking of when watching like um, the, this the new segment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's one of those things that because obviously it looks like your 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 plate's pretty full as it is. <laughs> uh-huh. You and Amelia, I think you guys would totally rock if you guys did a podcast. Yeah, we actually we are going to do one. Um, oh, get out of here! Yeah, no, I'm so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. It's kind of still in the works, but uh, it's going to be called Drunk on the Couch and. <laughs> We are drunk on the couch uh, with a guest every week, and we uh, like watch an episode of something or part of a movie. And yeah, we're yeah, that's kind of in the works. Yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't took the dive yet, but that's part of the part of the plan for the page. So yeah, if you want to be a guest, just let us know. We love oh, to have definitely. you. Definitely, I'm yeah. totally up for it. Because well, a I can't shut up for the life of me. And... <laughs> well, good. We don't want you to. <laughs> <laughs> don't shut up. <laughs> don't shut up ever don't like there you go it's like that'll do pig that'll do <laughs> that'll do pig that'll do donkey that's what that is that'll it's do. like so maggie what's next <laughs> as i pull like a late night talk show guys like oh so what's next where do you see yourself in the next couple of years <laughs> yeah oof is that should i answer that question talk show i don't know i was gonna say it depends on how dark it gets that's true i was gonna say 
hopefully alive. Hopefully alive. Hopefully I've called my mother that week. Uh, Aww. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> this whole week she's like, call me, I haven't talked to you forever. Like that's- no, too busy acting or, in my case, podcasting. So, right. sorry, ma, sorry, mama. Um, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. Hopefully, um, yeah, we love. I don't know. I I love what I'm doing now, but I'd love to see it. You know, obviously, continue with hopefully getting, uh, you know, getting a YouTube page like super on track and releasing tons of sketches that you know people like. Keep doing like the new stuff. Um, keep doing live shows. Keep working on stand up. Uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, being on, you know, being in, I, you know, for me, it's like I, you know, would love to act uh, in TV or and or write. So, like, either of those, I feel like, would be a huge, you know, success down the road. But that's, that I'm still, you know, I'm still shopping at Ralph's, which is the, uh, the, the Walmart of food out here, so... Oh, I've never even heard of it. I was like shopping at Ralph's. You mean yeah. like just out of some guy's car? Like what? Yes. Is- Ralph's down the street. He also gives me a weed, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win-win situation. Um, no. no, but yeah, definitely in the future. I, you know, that's what I would like to see. So. Thank you, thank you so much for the blast talking to you. But I feel like we barely even got into half the stuff we want to talk about. <gasps> that's fine. I feel like you know. I feel. People like, you know, they'll, they'll enjoy it. They'll give the people what they want, you know. I'm out in Hollywood selling my soul every day. Just, just give them what they want. <laughs> what, what it's like, I've sacrificed five goals yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, yeah, but, yeah, if they, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's anything that you want to, you know, add at the end. I guess, yeah, you can follow, if you want to like, keep up with stuff, you can follow me on Twitter um, and our YouTube page, Mags and Meals. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's any- actually. What is the Twitter handle? Yeah, so the handle is uh, YouTube.com/slash/c/slash/tgmagsmagsmeals uh, m-e-l-z. So yeah, type it in, subscribe, check us out. Yeah, we'll be releasing stuff every week. So cool! I can't wait. To, well, obviously, can't wait to check that stuff out. And <laughs> with any luck, at some point, we'll have to have you back on. Yeah, I would love to anytime. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I was going to say, I don't know if it's possible. Bring Amelia back on. Bring both of you guys Dude, on. Dude, we would love to do that. Yeah, that would be so fun. Absolutely, we'll do that. Or nine or ten times. I don't know. I was going to say, if you could do like a, a trial run of your show, because nine or ten times I'll probably be hammered, <laughs> depending on when I do the show. So. <laughs> yeah, no, fantastic. Yeah, either way. Either we'll have you on first, or you'll have us on first. It'll be a contest. Who can get the other person on first? Or make it totally comic book, have it like a crossover. It's like halfway through the episode, it just cuts <laughs> off. Like, oh, part two's on Adrian has issues. Like, no, yeah. damn it. We're sober and talking about comic books. <laughs> At the, I don't I don't know how we sobered up in like five minutes of recording, but that's okay. A lot of push-ups. I hear that's that's. Is that what it is? Probably not true. I feel like that. I was gonna say because I can't do a push-up, so that's probably why (laughs) my liver is like pickled at this point. (laughs) 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 You know. (laughs) I was gonna say zero out of Pokemon, all right, and I think somehow drinking is far more productive. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, (laughs) meanwhile, like my liver is like what? His liver is evolving. Yeah. It's no longer a liver. It is just a keg. (laughs) (laughs) Or it turns out it evolves and it's like just kind of corroded. It's like, oh, his liver turned into cirrhosis. (laughs) Cirrhosis with the power of attack body with cancer. 
Or actually, what he should do is just like start like reviewing the Pokemon movies and just having you on like breaking them down. Yeah, super effective. <laughs> All right, that All right. is awesome, Maggie. Thank you so much. It's been a blast. Thank you. It's been great. Uh, yeah. And if that'll do it for Agent Has Issues, uh, we'll see you next issue.